I'm Noelle, the host of Pop Punk and Pizza, and I'm excited to welcome our new co-host, Zoe. Um, this is her first interview for Pop Punk and Pizza, and we're joined by Killiam, a band from Indiana, and I saw you guys perform at a show in Illinois uh, a while back in like October, and um, Zoe told me she also has met Ryan before, so that's really cool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very excited awesome. to be here. Thanks for having us. Yes, yeah, of course. Thank you for coming on. Thanks so, for having us. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How long can we keep this going? Yeah. Well, how long do you have? Because I'm free um, all night. I'm a loser. I do nothing. So <laughs> this is a real test of stamina right now. I'm in. <laughs> let's let's do it. <laughs> so first off, uh, why don't you guys say your names and what your roles in the band are? Like what instruments you play? Sure. Um, my name's Jonas. Um, I'm the front man, the vocalist, um, and I play bass. And this is... I'm Ryan. I play lead guitar, uh, background vocals, and I'm management as well. Cool. Yeah. The ghost just... of Kyle, the drummer, is around here. He couldn't make it. <laughs> yeah, there's a solid door. <laughs> He's in the walls. Yeah. No, He's in the walls. We get a text like 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Hey, guys, can't make it. It's all in the door. Oh, and then sends a Snapchat video of him installing a door. So, like, yeah, he wasn't messing with us. Yeah, I <laughs> he had to install a door at eight o'clock at night. I was very skeptical. And then he sent that video. I was like, wow, you're actually yeah. installing a door. So like, wow. Well, we here on the pod uh, support all door installment and, <laughs> yes. you know, are manifesting a easy and successful installation. Okay. Yes. <laughs> out all right. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> How would you guys describe your sound? That's a that's a great question. <laughs> loud. I loud. Um no. Yeah, I what always... frequency? What 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 five hundred fifty hertz, you know? Oh nice. That's a lot. It hurts a lot. <laughs> but, uh, um, no, I, uh, I always use the cop out of like we're alt rock kind of okay. alt meet punk. Um I kind of want to say teetering on grunge, but not exactly. We kind of dabble in a lot of sounds, um, especially with the new album changing from song to song. But yeah. hard rockish, alt rock type stuff. Yeah. Nice. I mean, yeah. You gotta dabble. You gotta play around with different sounds. Definitely. Definitely. Absolutely. No, that we don't do anything better than just play around with a <laughs> bunch of sounds. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> Um, so your band started as a solo project. So what was the shift like from solo project to a full band? Like, how did you guys meet each other? Yeah, um, so it started as a solo project just because I didn't really have anybody else to start a band with. Um, but I did have Kyle. So technically, we have been a band since the beginning, kind of. Um, it was just like me and Kyle. So we couldn't like do much um come okay. like 2020 right? yeah so the album dropped so yeah we had ryan jump aboard it was honestly a really smooth transition because there wasn't even though killiam existed we weren't really doing anything apart from just releasing music yeah um, so we really just kind of started again in 2020 okay and ryan join us 
had him learn the songs, and then right. we just <laughs> went. We just started going. And how did you seduce season. him into joining? Actually, it's funny. So <laughs> me and Joe Smith are in high school, and um, yeah. Proto Killian played the mm-hmm. talent show, and I was like, I want to play bass in your band. Jonah <laughs> said, I'm too good for you, Ryan. No. <laughs> so after that, me and him worked on my very awful metal band, my high school metal band. Every guy has to have them at some point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, of course. So doing that album, me and Jones got to kind of know each other personally. He got to kind of understand my musical understanding. I understood him to an extent. And then, yeah. yeah, just he was putting out the hollow album. And I kept saying, like, these songs need to be played live. So I kept saying, like, if you want a live band, let me know. And I think the yeah. album dropped and like in April the next year. I said, hey, man, let's rehearse this. Let's mm-hmm. just start doing it. So yeah. I've kind of gaslit him into uh, just having me in the mm-hmm. band pretty much. Yeah, yeah. that I was very ever, admirable I never, yeah. persistence. Well, I mean, Jones is a great songwriter, mm-hmm. so I was like, I can't write songs like that. I'll move <laughs> off him. <laughs> if if Ryan is anything, it, it's it's uh he's very good at persisting. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, I yeah. So I I used to produce um a little high school metal band project that he was trying to do, um, and so that was kind of an excuse for me to like scope out what he could do and like how he handled the guitar and all that. And ironically, when he did join, he was on bass actually. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. So I don't know why that happened, but well, it, it did. <laughs> because he wrote all the songs, so I didn't want to like encroach on guitar. But then I started buying like really nice gear, and I was like, "Hey, John, it's like my rig is a lot of money to sit in my basement. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing that." Yeah, yeah. So is that kind like of, an investment? You're kind of like hinting. You're like, well, hey, I mean, like, I have a 1950s Marshall head. I have an Epiphone double neck that I use. Like, I have a bunch of. I have 14 yeah. guitars. I was like, Jonah, wow. it is stupid <laughs> not for me to play guitar in this band. We need a please. We need a shirt with your face on it. it just says, "I own fourteen guitars," <laughs> and that like <laughs> that, Dude, that would sell. I am in financial so debt. That would it, sell. <laughs> I am in severe you debt. Do, please help. Thing, I have fourteen. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. that. It just made sense to have him switch over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So how did you guys come up with your band name? You really, you would really think that's a good story, um, but <laughs> it's it's my middle name. <laughs> oh, really? It is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it ties into it being a solo, a solo project. Basically. Okay. Um, that's an edgy middle name. Yeah, that's very oh unique. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, so... no, like, you were, you were determined to, you know, do this from the start, weren't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Ever, ever i was i was raised to do this to start an edgy yeah. punk band but uh yeah you no, it's my middle name. for it i i really thought that like it was unique enough to where there would never be any other band called killiam but there actually was one in the 90s really um, that kind of mm-hmm. disappeared around like 95 and they just went off the radar so find your so who's better there. who's better 90s killiam or you guys <laughs> I miss the old Killiam. Who would win in a fight? Who would win in a fight? That's old my Killiam. question. They were like hardcore yeah, they, thrash. They were hardcore thrash. Yeah, they were hardcore thrash metal, yeah. man. Uh, they dude, could beat me up. They would crush my they, body. Yeah, they would kill even, me. Even though now, after all the years? Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I could guarantee it. Well, I'd pay to see that. Yeah. I, I, I hope, I hope <laughs> they're I'd pay to see that. Okay. I, 
Let's see if I can monopolize this one. Be right back. I hope they aren't. <laughs> I hope they aren't taking this as an invite. <laughs> yeah, hopefully I mean, not. If someone's paying me, they yeah, no, uh, no, no threats. All in good fun. Yeah. So, what first got you into music or playing music? Like, is was it always something that you did or? Yeah. Um. So music has always been a huge part of my life, just because my dad is has always been like a working musician. Um. He okay. was in a, a pretty successful cover band. Um. Oh, as nice. I grew up, and I, I I would always have music all around me. Um. I it wasn't until I was like about like nine or ten when I got into the Beatles hardcore mm-hmm. that I like was like I love drug. music and I I need more of this. Um. But music has always been a part of what I do I've always been a creative person so I've like pursued a bunch of different things and then around high school I was like you know what I'm gonna start doing music now and I really latched on to that mm-hmm. um picking up guitar and starting to write my own stuff and hoping a band formed around my high school but we mm-hmm. went to a very small high school and nobody else listened to punk music <laughs> so yeah, I that, to punk yeah. Music. so that that's the origins of how it like became a solo project instead of a band first because okay didn't really have anybody mine was much more like straightforward i saw weird al and i like music after that i was like music <laughs> is great weird al is awesome i love it i saw the band ufo and i was like yeah. okay guitar is cool i want to play guitar because that was when I, the guy Vinny moore in the band phenomenal 80 shredder guy playing all those classic ufo songs and i love the band ufo so i was like this is great then I got a copy of uh, the Kiss album Destroyer, and I said, "Okay, I want to be in a band. I want to be like Kiss." Yeah. And then I just started playing music, and now we're just like Kiss. Yeah, actually, it's, <laughs> right. it's hard to tell the difference. I fully, I thought you were trying. I, I, I was like, "That's Kiss, right?" You <laughs> thought you were about to talk to Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm feeling a little confused right now. It's funny you mentioned. Uh, it's funny you mentioned Weird Al because. Uh, I was stalking your guys' uh, Spotify artist page, and I saw you guys had some, like, highlighted playlists for each member. So, of course, mm-hmm. I was doing what I do best in stalking uh, or researching. Um, <laughs> and I noticed on Ryan's other play- playlist a Weird Al song. Would you guys ever parody something? Ever, a Weird like, Al? A la Weird Al. Okay, I, I, for a second, I thought you were asking if he would cover a Weird Al song. Which that would guy, be awesome. Ryan had Ryan is trying to convince me. Um, <laughs> but if we were to make a parody, um, I would probably do more style parody, like he does, mm. but maybe not a eat it type thing. Not okay. Sure. Yeah, I'm the same boat. I, yeah. yeah, like doing a straight up song parody, it's been done. The gimmick is there, so that wouldn't be original. But yeah, approaching it likes to style uh, stylistically parody a band. That'd be a lot of fun and I've, a good challenge to us too to try and make us sound like a different band. Mm-hmm. I've had, I've, you know what? I have one condition. I'll do, a, I'll do a Weird Al type parody song if it's FNAF lyrics. Oh, <laughs> you got to do it on the day of the premiere of the movie, though. Yeah, Dude, well, that's yeah. A, that is a holiday. I'm taking that day off work. I'm going to it's movie theater bright and early. We need I'll a FNAF themed show set up for the holiday. We, honest to god i was thinking about that we should cover it's been so long no <laughs> i just nerded out when i learned that uh my chemical romance is doing the soundtrack apparently yeah, yeah no apparently oh my I'm, god what yeah. <laughs> i didn't hear about this um Dude. yeah they are and yeah. some good MCR nobody is music. more excited yeah. than my because like i was 
Oh my god, I was in middle school listening to My Chemical Romance and watching Markiplier videos, mm-hmm. and like my yes, little yes, nerd heart is like exploding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know they yeah, were gonna do the soundtrack. Just... That's really cool. Yeah, I know specifically. Uh, like on the IMDb page, Gerard and Ray Toro are credited, and I'm like, like, ooh, mm-hmm. I'm some excited. Magic is about to be made. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you guys played a show on Saturday at Ashbury Coffee House. So how was that? That was a that was a great show. That was one of I think our best like hometown area shows in yeah. a long time. It was really nice, dude. The crowd loved us. It was a decent sized crowd too. Yeah, really and the, good and, turnout. And the venue nice. was great. I, oh, I Ashbury's was, a great spot. Yeah, it's an amazing spot. I, I yeah. I'd never been there, but like I thought it would be like a little coffee shop or whatever. But they got like the coffee shop in the bottom and the venue on the top, and it's like mm-hmm. really cool. Okay, I had a great time there. My favorite yeah. part about that venue is that like people who go outside to smoke, you know, during the breaks between sets, and mm. if you're upstairs, you know, you just open the window, stick your head out, and look down at them, and you go, "Next band's going on, come on up." <laughs> Love that place. Yeah, I haven't been there, but it sounds like a cool venue, so I'll have to go sometime. It's nice. great. Like, you know, you mosh, you get insanely sweaty, and then you, you know, yeah. you go downstairs and you get a cinnamon roll, and you're like, oh, oh cool. Is, I could get used to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. That you, sounds you, nice. You, you do get insanely sweaty. It does get kind yeah, of hot. It, it gets very hot. hot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm used to that. <laughs> yeah, I once witnessed uh, some sort of weird slip and slide in a mosh pit oh, there, no. which was oh. fun That's to witness. Yeah, it was it was interesting. <laughs> Fun times at Ashbury Coffee House. Yeah. Um, so what has been your favorite venue or show that you've played at so far? We I don't know if we have different answers for this, but you go I, first. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll say I love playing the Pink Pit in Missouri. That was a great basement. Um awesome vibes. It was it was everything that my little punk dreams could have hoped for. Cool. <laughs> it was, oh, yeah. It was that place was great. Yeah, that was a great that place. Was, so it was a dude's yeah. basement, but the best part was it could only probably hold comfortably 40, 50 people. Mm-hmm. There were well over yeah. like a hundred people packed in the like sardines in that basement. Yeah. And as a manager, we got a big payday from that show too. And I was of course yeah. thrilled. So good pay, good crowd, good sound. Cool. Yeah. It was just... One of those shows you always look back and say, Yeah, yeah that was a good one. To sum up, the vibes were wonderful there. Yes. I would absolutely go back. Cool. Yeah, it was a good one. I really enjoyed personally. So for context, we are from Indiana, but Chicago, like when I say we're doing a hometown show, that's Chicago. We only yeah. there's no scene in Indiana. So we say like Chicago's yeah. the hometown. Yeah. We're cool. we're Chicago adjacent. <laughs> I think one of our best shows, in my opinion, was after that little Killian mini tour got done last year, we played the dark room like the month after. Oh, and that had a room. and one of my favorite venues to play to go to everything. Mm-hmm. And that's had like a lot of energy behind us because we were coming back with, you know, a new lineup, new songs. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, we were like what Killian is now at that show. Like it was a fully solidified band. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like you guys had a lot of momentum too. Like you were yeah. kind of oh, ready we, to yeah. hit it. Yeah. That's the dark awesome. Room, dark room is awesome. I love the. Oh dark my room. god! Yeah, shout out to Noel who runs the dark yes. room. Oh my god! She yeah. is. Oh, she not me. Fucking... Yeah, so yeah, yeah, sorry, Noel. Yeah. Noel Noelle dark room, as I've heard her <laughs> referred to. But yeah, and then she's in swimshirt too, I believe. But yeah, oh, mm-hmm. great fucking spot. It's ne- like never a miss there. Mm-mm. Yeah, I haven't seen also, a bad like, show there ever. Never, yeah. It's also worth the drive, which is like 
something that's kind of rare, like you can say, because there's so many venues that are just, you know, spread out throughout Illinois, throughout wherever. And it's just like, sometimes, you know, you're driving for hours and you're like, oh yeah. no, is this going to tank? Is this, I mean, right. and it's just like, do you want to drive two hours for a show that's just okay, but it's, it's always worth the drive, which is mm-hmm. so incredibly fucking rare. Oh yeah, for oh, me, yeah. I mean, I drive like an hour, 40 minutes to go there usually. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm going to that show expecting a good time and mm-hmm. I get a good time. Goddamn right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So is there like a dream venue that you guys would want to play at sometime in the future? Oh. Like maybe a bigger venue? Hmm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Do you do you I mean for me personally, I guess my goal is always to go the next step. Mm-hmm. So I have no venue directly in mind where I want to achieve, but going mm-hmm. to like, you know, that shoe buzz, beat kitchen, chop shop kind of yeah. Level. You're, okay. there's not an actual yeah. PA and I can actually hear myself yeah. there's stuff like that yeah. where it's kind of I mean I love playing house venues I love that whole scene mm-hmm. but yeah, you can't play houses forever you gotta kind of move that next step yeah. Yeah. and yeah, that's I guess just my goal is I don't care what venue it is just the next step beyond where we're at right now mm-hmm. yeah it's okay. always awesome to see a band like graduate it's almost like they graduate yes. to a point where they get to be on an actual stage because once you right. get into that shop shop she was like cobra lounge beat kitchen yes. it's like it's like oh we're on an elevated stage now and it's like mm-hmm. it's really awesome to see a band like graduate into that level and yeah mm-hmm. not not to say that i don't have ambitions and i would love i would love to graduate as, as to say but um i grew up on things like henry rollins getting the band and so i personally my dream was always just like playing the house shows and stuff. So I'm kind of doing yeah. that, what I want to do right well, now. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Good for you. I've already peaked. Yeah, he's peaked. I, yeah, I'll leave, as soon as we graduate, I'll leave the band. And then yeah. I it's all kidding. downhill from here. It's all downhill. Yeah, I'm killing yeah. him. It's all downhill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just so, love the intimacy of the house shows and all that. Yeah, I really like that too. It's a lot of fun. It's like an unmatched energy. It really mm-hmm. is yeah. something special. I agree. So what is your favorite band that you've played a show with? Or do you have a favorite band that you've played with? Oh, you go first because I have like oh. two I can answer with. I'd... Vagabond Dogs. I fucking love oh. Vagabond Dogs so Same. much, dude. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Carter is amazing at like like fucking awesome. I know, it's, just, it's like he's hitting that like niche that like I I feel like I I'm awful at describing music, but like <laughs> I feel like it's a cross between like Nirvana bleach stuff and Nirvana's Nevermind stuff, and okay. it's like this perfect like cross of that, mm. and like it just hits the spot for me so much. Um, that sounds like a cool combination. I love it's both so those albums, but like, like I said, I'm awful at describing music, right? So you, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna li- if you listen to Vagabond Dogs, you will not hear that. I guarantee, <laughs> I guarantee it. It's just kind of like what I hear, but like it hits that that itch for me. I, yeah. Okay. I also we uh this last show we did, I guess Vagabond Dogs was there too, but yeah. the Grow Ops were there, and I had never seen them before. Um, I had only uh, ever heard of Joey because he does those awesome posters, but they're. Mm-hmm great oh, dude yeah. They, yeah oh my god dude I, yeah i love their show that was great stuff awesome are you done yeah i mean for me i think the favorite <laughs> band that we've played with i'm gonna go first like out of state like not in illinois was a band called daisy chain mm-hmm. okay. they're this great like 
grungy, metally, rocky, whatever. I can't describe it. They're like this perfect blend of like Rage Against the Machine and mm-hmm. Soundgarden. Ooh, and yeah, awesome. they're phenomenal. They're out of Missouri. Oh like God. one of my favorite bands that we've played with, mm-hmm. not in the Illinois scene. Super tight band, dude. Yes. I feel like I've heard of them before somewhere. There's a Daisy Chain, Illinois, too. That okay. might be what it is. I tell people about Daisy Chain all the time, and I'm like, no, no, no. The one from Missouri. It's a yeah. diff. Like, there's yeah. a. <laughs> And then I think Good like in state, yeah. And then I think like in state, like kind of by us. Mm. I want to say swim shirts. I just really like it. Describes yeah. that itch in the Midwest emo. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy. I, I'm yeah. not even trying to suck at that. It's just like I love Midwest emo. <laughs> I can't play Midwest emo. <laughs> yeah. I'm playing something that I'm like, oh, this is like, I strive to do that one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, swim shirt is fucking awesome. I've shot for them. Uh, twice context uh i i'm, I'm a show photographer yeah, I, I i haven't harmed them uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah i shot them twice actually they were they were they were your favorite in state they're not here anymore <laughs> yeah, sorry they're not playing a show for they're a while in a state Just now kidding. actually yeah. <laughs> they're actually in the oh, crowd no. Just kidding. Love you. <laughs> this is taking a dark turn yeah sorry <laughs> first episode and uh, no, but, uh, the unreleased so, killing episode was that yeah, bad yeah <laughs> <laughs> no but swim shirt it's it's always a great show like the energy is always just so fucking high and i've seen them the two times i've shot them one was in a uh, i believe it was at the core cottage where it was tons of people tiny little basement energy was insanely yeah. high and Man, I think they did a Weezer cover. Yeah, they did a Buddy <laughs> Holly of that. Yeah, time. yeah. Oh my god, I have some great photos from that. And then the other one was that book club where I remember. I think they were either closing or they were near the end of the set. I mean, near the end of the lineup, and it was kind of low energy, and they just brought life to the place, and it was so fucking beautiful to watch because, I mean, nothing hurts more to watch like a great band just with like a low energy crowd, and it's kind of like no fault, yeah. but it's just like oof like because you know that the band is great and you know that the people yeah i hate that i know it's it's just rough to watch sometimes yeah but just to see a band that can really just get people moving is Mm -hmm. always great yeah Mm -hmm. agreed (laughs) so have there been any weird or funny things that have happened at one of your shows should i tell the story which which story I? so many you know what's so funny is i i had an idea too and it was also from the pink pit that, that's also a big part of why i love the pink pit because there, there was just so much going on at that show um, so, so you can tell yours first and i'll, I'll do mine because okay. mine is less funny. so killian rolls into the pink pit like on time whatever we get there and like we walk to the backyard to go start doing low and there's a guy sitting like on the steps with two pit bulls he goes hey, you guys kill him yeah he looks at me goes hey we're the one driving yeah, he like he looked kind of tired, man. Opens up his denim jacket, pulls out a, I swear to God, a big ass bag of cocaine, and offers me cocaine. Okay, and wow. then another band that been with us from California, and their drummer is there, a driver, and he was like, "Yeah, man, I'll take some." Line on his arm, and I was like, in a, in, in, a backyard, <laughs> in a backyard in the kind of scary side of St. Louis, and I was just Ooh. like. And he was supposed to be your driver? No, this guy yeah. was just a driver of another van. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, hey, man, I'm good. I, I think I'm good. 
How best. Yeah. Rockstar lifestyle. You've made it. Yeah. Congrats. Welcome to the top. <laughs> no, I I turn the cocaine down because I'm not a rock star. Yeah. A That's boy. a good well, thing. One, one thing you might learn through this interview is that Killiam is such an anti-rock band rock band. <laughs> we so are like, too. We are all very dorky, nerdy, introverted people. We're such a weird band, dude. We shouldn't exist, to be That's honest. No, with no, you. that's all good. <laughs> That's the that's the bit that's the best hidden secret of like majority of punk scenes where it's like mm. the bands that are going the hardest, like the people who are getting the most riled up and fucking yeah. crazy, nerds. Every yeah. single what, one fucking one what, of them. Well when a hardcore band goes up in a in a DIY venue and they're like wearing glasses and they're like looking real nerdy, you know you're about to die in the pit. Yes. You're, oh, you yeah. just thought you're yeah, going that's to. The... And that's Jonas every time we do a show. Oh yeah no God. if you if you see a front man for like some band with like fucking like swoopy ass like dyed hair like the biggest fucking t-shirt you've ever seen looks like weighing so 60 pounds soaking wet like you're dying you're you're not surviving <laughs> that pit yeah that's that's the meme that is, that is the meme <laughs> the meme of it all yeah. uh so um, what is your favorite song to play live that's a very good question. It's a very good question. Um, I'd have to say Candlestick personally. Yeah, I'd say yeah. Um, Candlestick is is such a weird song to me because it 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 was a song when I first wrote it and was figuring out the track list for our first album that I I didn't want Candlestick on it. I, mean, I was like this <laughs> that that song is too like cringy type emotional <laughs> and stuff. And I was like I can't have that. But like it's really grown on me. And it, it, it's such a nice song to play and a nice change of pace at each show because most of our songs are really fast. And so that, that one kind of slows us down and you get into the feeling of it. Um, yeah. And I don't know, it's just a nice change of pace. And I, I always enjoy slowing down for that one. And also just Ryan brings it to life every fucking time. Yeah, so that was a... So when I play guitar in Killiam, like when I started playing guitar in Killiam, that was mainly because... I bought this uh, Epiphone Alpine White mm-hmm. Double Neck guitar. So I really love the band Coed in Cambria. So I was like, okay, I yeah. want that guitar Claudio has. And I found it on Facebook, gave the guy the money, and I had it. Oh, so that's when I joined awesome. and we started doing Candlestick, I was like, I think I told Jonas one day, I was like, hey, man, you're going to hate me, but I want to use a double yeah. neck on Candlestick. <laughs> and we just started doing it. Like, we started trying it out. And I know it sounds really dumb. Every time I pull it out for that song, the audience loses their mind. <laughs> Because I've seen that. a photo of it. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, like, I know, I've seen it too. I mean, it's just one of those. The, the, but, the number of people that have tried to back you down, though, from it and be like, just get like a chorus pedal. Oh or my a, God. Or a yes. Or something. I play another <laughs> band, and yeah, their guy, Luke, he's always like, you just buy a chorus pedal, does the same thing. And like, yeah, but a, does a chorus pedal look this cool? Yeah, though? no, it does not. Does a chorus <laughs> pedal capture the audience's attention? Yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, to go off that, I think my favorite song live too is Candlestick because the songs evolved so much. Like when you see us do a live, it's completely different than the album. It's one of the songs that have yeah. really transformed. Yeah. That's, that's just always interesting to play along. That That's the rub with like us transitioning from a solo project to a band like post the first album is that like I did all that stuff myself. And then when we started playing it live like Kyle and ryan like injected so much life into these songs that now it's just not captured and tried. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. 
So you're releasing a new single May 19th called Dirty Rotten, and that's your first single to be released off your new album. So can you tell us what that song is about and why you chose to release that one first? Sure. Um, Dirty Rotten is, how do I put this? It, it's a song I wrote about my idea, or I, it's not my idea, but like a lot of people have this idea, that like humanity has sort of evolved past itself and we we as a species have like we're tinkerers and we're inventors and we have made all these awesome things and we've gotten society to a point where we have become a little less vigilant to those things that can harm us and so we've sort of become um dependent and over our technology and like social media and like we mm -hmm. instead of being the masters of our inventions we are now sort of the slaves to them in a way yeah. um and so that song is just sort of about like you know taking a peek behind the curtain and exposing that and just an overall message of like hey be vigilant you know like use this yeah. um at your own risk um yeah. and i got that out of the way so that i could just say succinctly um we're releasing it first because it's just the most fun on the album also, yeah it's definitely the most it's, it's the hype song kind of yeah it's like the ear okay. candy kind of fun stands out the most i think straightforward song on the album mm. the most like cool. sing along it could be a single so yeah. it just from the very beginning kind of stood out as that like yeah it's gonna be a single ironic funnily enough i it was the first song written for the album first song i started writing for the album mm -hmm. and I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> You're good. Oh, no. <laughs> Better go find it. Yeah, uh, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll hold on a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, take yeah. a quick five and come back. Yeah. I need a five. So you told me you have like an unannounced show at the end of August. Um, so can you tell us more about that? Um, you want to go ahead? Yes. So I guess first off, when is this interview dropping? <laughs> I just want to confirm. Um, probably like mm. next week uh next week yeah it's about early enough so we are actually headlining shuba's uh end of august i guess yeah this is the achillium exclusive, exclusive announcement yeah. exclusive, exclusive okay we're headlining shuba's Ooh. the end of august with a broken demeanor and fundamental kink to do a oh, uh, wow. three album ep so yeah. how long has albums pretty much been cooking in the background for mm -hmm. us we and the album's dropping in october we said like if we're dropping a single now either we're dropping a lot of singles or even like a little EP to kind of tide yeah. over people until then. We started doing the EP approach then mm -hmm. said, what's well, like the stupidest thing we could do? I was like, ah, we're a very small band. Let's headline Shubas. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, and I just brute forced my way into that one pretty much has made it happen. Well, it sounds like a stacked it. show. Like, yeah, yeah I'm very bill, fortunate to have, real. yeah, to have those two bands in the bill. I was very fortunate to be able, like when they said yes, I was like, okay, but yes. Okay, yeah. I'm awake. She's yeah. happening. Yeah, that's awesome. It's gonna be a great show. It's gonna be a great show. Yeah, that's yes. exciting. Um, so where can our listeners find your music? Anywhere they listen to music, really. Um, Spotify, Apple Music, um, Bandcamp. Even I love Bandcamp. Yeah. Um, I'll stand by that. Sure. Um, I I don't know if you'll have somewhere to put links, but I can provide your like catch-all link to where. Yeah, definitely. Uh, link tree um yeah just anywhere they listen to music 
Um, I was very bad about that when I started killing him. I just put everything on Bandcamp and I was like, if they, if they like me, they'll go there. And <laughs> at some point I was like, you know, I should probably get a little professional about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what is your favorite kind of pizza? Because this is a pop pumpkin pizza podcast. So I have to yeah. ask. I'm going to cause some problems with my, uh, I'll be quick then. I'm a simple, I'm a simple person. I like pepperoni and that, and that's it. That's all I okay. need. That's all you need. <laughs> That's all you need in life. Yeah. Just a bit of pepperoni. I'm a good old Hawaiian pizza lover, not gonna lie to you. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not it's really my lower. thing. <laughs> Honestly, I'm kind of ambivalent mess. towards it. Everyone has a strong opinion. I'm just like, I'll eat yeah. it. I mean, like, like, I can have like one slice, but like after that, I'm just like, uh, eh, mm. I don't really I mean, want any more. <laughs> so goddamn expensive anyway like pineapple and pizza you know what it's getting me through the day i don't give a shit i'll eat as much as i fucking want yeah pizza also gives you bad acid reflux though so i only have like one slice and i'm done so it's very much like okay yeah i hate myself today pizza time (laughs) yeah pizza Pizza is good Self hate and, and pizza that's how we is close up the This is the way the show ends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but is there anything else you'd like to plug or mention before we go, like uh, social media or anything? Hmm. Uh, well, anything about your album? Really, apart from the apart from the official Killiam <laughs> accounts, uh, you can find us anywhere. Killiam official. That's K I L L I U M um, official. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We don't use Twitter, but it's there. Um, if you'd like to be stubborn and follow us there anyway, um, <laughs> but that's that's I think that's it. Uh, you said plug. we, you said we can find you anywhere. Uh, what are the exact coordinates of your location right now? For for the people, for the people, uncalled for. <laughs> Flag on the play. Oh, oh, what a brutal oh, oh. way to end an episode. Yeah, exactly. Shame on you. Hey, we got you. three minutes to turn it around, don't forget. <laughs> Ryan just yeah, lost us the episode. Yeah. I ruined it. <laughs> Once again. Killiam canceled. Killiam canceled. Oh, God. Oh, God. Not punk. Just kidding. No. Killiam not being punk? Oh, my. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You will, you will never have, recover who, from this. Who would have thought Killiam Me not wasn't. being punk? What gave it away? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, guys, for taking the time oh, to do this interview. You. I really appreciate it. Of course. Thanks for having us on. This yeah, yeah, this, this was, was really a lot fun. of fun. It was nice meeting you guys. Nice to meet you, well. too. Hey, hello. It's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza.